Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast, the podcast where we delve into the world of inspiration, motivation, and creativity. My name is Tomo, and I'm thrilled to be your host. In this show, we will explore the brief but powerful moments that spark creativity, drive motivation, and bring joy to our lives. From successful entrepreneurs to everyday people, we'll hear inspiring stories and perspectives on how to cultivate positivity and achieve personal development. So whether you're looking for a boost of energy in the morning, or a shot of inspiration in the middle of your day, or a reminder of what's possible, tune in to the Powerhouse Podcast and let's ignite the fire and turn our dreams into reality. What's up guys and welcome to a new show. Today we're talking about coaching. Yes, this is for all the coaches out there that are listening to this fantastic podcast. You guys, uh, I've been in the space for almost a decade now. My God, I start to feel old. And uh, well, I wanted to give you uh, the three things that I have learned to really make a difference over time. Uh, and hopefully that will also enhance your practice. And in case uh, you are interested to really understand coaches better, I'm one of them, so maybe you'll understand me better, uh, then this is something that is also interesting for you. Uh, right, so let's get started. Three things that really uh, will uh, matter when you do coaching. Number one, um, look for results. Right, so coaching was actually something, a, a term that was popularized only about 20 years ago. It was part of the positive psychology movement and it came out of the idea where beforehand psychologists used to say, all right, let's try to evaluate our past and see uh, you know, how we can heal ourselves based on our past. Uh, while psychologists always look to the past, positive psychology uh, started uh, kicked off by Martin Seligman only in the late, in the late 90s or 80s. Um, really focused on the opposite where they said you know what but what if there doesn't have to be something wrong with you in life you can literally also enhance the quality of your life by looking the other way into the positive spectrum and that is where coaching really kind of evolved from and uh, it also became fairly popularized only through results which means because coaching was never something that is uh, you know um, regulated across the board in some countries uh, it is regulated just because people don't actually understand what coaching is and they put it together with consulting or they put it together with giving advice uh, or they put it together with therapy and so to, to those countries i can only say you have no idea what the fuck you're doing uh, however uh, you don't always have to abide by that so in case your business or you you generally just love the, to learn the skill or your business is registered in a different country uh, you can totally do it differently uh, and so in this case i would love to remind you that you always need to look for results and not saying that once you coach somebody you definitely do not want to think or interpret or put words in their mouth of what the results are this happened to me before uh, when i was actually just in the beginning stages of coaching I was so desperate and wanting results from my clients uh, and at that, that time pro bono clients that I literally would ask them like, hey, so did this work? Like, you know, what, what happened? Like, did, you, did your life completely change? And because it hadn't, uh, I still felt compelled. And I remember actually feeling it the other way around when one coach actually did that with me. And uh, I think we, we were like on a, on a group conversation or something. And, and at that point uh, she said, yeah, uh, you know, and I, I totally helped him uh, do this and this. And I knew that actually <laughs> it was pretty terrible and nothing actually had happened after our coaching conversation. So I thought to myself, oh my God, this is like the worst. If I tell others 
about other people's results that they haven't actually told me about. So if you look for results as a coach, wait for your clients to really tell you what worked for them. Do not make it up yourself. That's very important because otherwise you'll be fooling yourself as a coach. And frankly, you'll probably be out of business very soon because normally that doesn't work, right? Your product really has to be top notch uh, to, for it to really be uh, working, for it to be recommended. So keep working on your skill and on your art and keep looking for results. Any results that work, try to analyze and see what really happened and what really worked so that you get better at that. Uh, second one, don't give advice. Uh, this tends to happen uh, quite often in the beginning stages when we start coaching. We give advice to everybody and everyone. And we're like, hey, you should be doing this or I think, well, have you thought of this or what about this? And often people haven't asked for the advice. So we call this unsolicited advice. Um, and that often pisses people off. In fact, it, uh, yeah, if you get unsolicited advice, usually I bet it will piss you off as well. Uh, so don't forget to not give advice unless uh you know you've been given permission so for example if i would to give i was to give advice i would often say all right i could totally give you a piece of advice for this but do you want it uh, and so if people would say yeah totally i want it let me know then that's a different story because all of a sudden you haven't given them something that they didn't want it's like giving somebody a rotten apple and saying uh here you go you know i thought you wanted this and they're like of course i didn't want your rotten apple what are you doing but if you say hey, i have a rotten apple do you want it and they'd be like yeah totally guess how they receive it with gratitude so if you have to give advice then always do it after you ask for permission last but not least stay on equal ground what does that mean uh, as coaches we sometimes assume and in fact i've seen this actually totally across the whole personal development movement that people who actually work on themselves somehow get to believe that they are on some weird uh, new age path of enlightenment of like something that is higher than anybody else or on a different kind of level or some sort of shit and guys i'm sorry to break it to you but if you've been working on yourself that doesn't actually put you on any sort of different level of awakening or knowledge or being you know whatever better than any other individual on this planet regardless of how much they've worked on themselves so if that is the case and you've been telling people hey you know or you've been looking down on people for that I uh, well I invite you to wake up from that dream because it just isn't true uh, so uh, and that may piss you off in fact if you've been that person that you hear that then this will most definitely piss you off and I hope it does because if it triggers something we know with triggers they always trigger when we also believe to some extent that it's true right so for example if I told you you are a cat and you well you didn't feel like that's true at all and you wouldn't feel triggered, right? However, uh, if I told you, hey, you're an asshole, and for some reason, you also believe that on some level, you would definitely feel triggered in case that's something that you haven't accepted about yourself yet. So uh, what do you mean with stay on equal ground? So if you're at that point where you feel like, okay, I'm starting to help people in one shape or another, um, then it's important to realize and remember that you are still equals in the relationship. And if you can do that, if you can step into a coaching relationship and you know your equals, that can really, really make a difference to your relationship in the coaching uh, aspect. It can really make a difference in your, you know, in your friendship. And also generally the, the entire, um, your coaching becomes so much more impactful simply because 
on the one side you will start to see all the really amazing stuff that you're coaching you know client is actually doing uh, you will treat them like that you will see them as potential partners actually in that entire space uh, and it will make it easier for them to not feel judged uh, while you are you know having a conversation <clears throat> right and so uh, that's an important thing to notice that you're always equal uh, with the person you're coaching uh, and there's no higher or lower regardless of how much work you have done on yourself regardless of how much reflection you've done on yourself or meditated or whatever the hell you've been doing uh, so please remember that and uh, if you manage to step into that uh, equality I, I guarantee you people will appreciate you more for it and your practice will be recommended at some point to others that's it you guys i hope you really enjoyed this show uh, and well i hope that all you coaches out there uh, go out there and make um a difference in all shapes and forms help people where you can serve where you can uh, that's after all uh, the main thing that we do and uh, with that i uh, well wish you all a fantastic week and i'll see you on the next show <laughs>